Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. G'day and welcome back to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast on this beautiful Friday, the 7th of January, 2022. So glad you could jump by and listen to the second episode of 2022. Darren Mitchell here, and I I say a beautiful Friday because uh, actually it might be beautiful somewhere, and maybe where you are, it's beautiful Friday, but where I am in the Macedon Rangers, we just finished having an extreme thunderstorm. And it reminds me of the Queen's song, Thunderbolts and Lightning, very, very frightening. So the chickens were afraid. All the birds were uh, covering themselves so that the hailstorm didn't hit them. But uh, hey, it's over and the, the sun is now shining. So it's uh, it's a beautiful day. And another example of Melbourne, Victoria, having four seasons in one day because it was cool this morning. It, uh, it was sunny this morning. It was rain, thunder, lightning. There's now sunshine. And it's now quite humid. So uh, welcome back, and I'm so glad you can join me. If you're a first-time listener, welcome to the podcast. This is not normally how I start my podcast, but greatly appreciate you jumping on board. And of course, if you are a returning listener, greatly appreciate you back on board for another episode in 2022. And uh, I trust that I continue to add value to the point where you want to keep coming back and listening to more and more episodes. So on today's episode, I want to talk about stacking the odds in your favor. And it's a bit of a follow-on from the previous two podcasts, one being yesterday, and the previous one to that being just before Christmas, when we're talking about the importance of sitting down and reflecting on the year that's just been, thinking about the things that worked really well, also contemplating the things that didn't work so well, so that we can start looking for the themes and therefore focus on what we can do differently in the new year to make sure we give ourselves a platform to create an exceptional year. Now, that's where stacking your odds in your favor is absolutely critical. And I talked about three key components in that. And I mentioned it yesterday in podcast, but I talked about it in a little bit more detail before Christmas insofar as some of the things you're going to have to stop doing, a lot of the things you're going to have to start doing, but also some of the things you'll have to continue to do in order to become successful, at least give yourself the opportunity and your team the opportunity of making this year an exceptional year. Because the thing is, uh, time's ticking. And as we know, it is already the 7th of January. So we're pretty much at the end of the first week of the new year. And we must have a sense of urgency. But a sense of urgency without any purpose is just a sense of urgency. And you won't necessarily get great results if you don't have a level of purpose that is attached to your sense of urgency. So it's super important to make sure that whatever we're going to do this year, and it starts from today, it has a level of purpose attached to it. Now, there's a number of conversations I've been having over the last week, and certainly up until uh, just before, prior to Christmas, uh, with conversations with leaders and also others on where to focus their time and where to focus their efforts so that they can get a good start and a fast start to the year. Now, it's very easy for me to mention things or you need to start doing stuff and stop doing stuff and maintain stuff. But one of the conversations I have had is from somebody who was, yeah, they intellectually get that, but they wanted to know and how do we delve a little bit deeper in terms of what are the things that I should be thinking about doing in terms of starting, stopping and continuing so that I can give myself every opportunity of giving myself that fast start and therefore creating the platform and the environment for my team to do exactly the same thing. Now, it's going to be different for different people, and I get that. 
uh, and everybody's going to be an individual. And depending on your circumstances, where you're at right now in terms of your uh, whether you're doing this for yourself or for your team, if it's for yourself, where you are right now in your career, where you are right now in your level of performance for the year to date. Uh, if it's for your team, again, where your team's going to be at. So there'll be some things that, based on your reflection, based on your own circumstances, that you've looked back on and say, you know what, I've done some really good things this year that's delivered some great results. So they are they going to be they're going to be the things that you want to continue to do if they're going to continue to give you the same results, if not better results. But there's also going to be some things in your reflection if you've done this really well, where you've identified stuff, and it could be uh, it could be approaches, it could be even things like your level of thinking, it could be the conversations that you have, it could be also the people that you surround yourself with, that you say to yourself, well, if I'm going to be successful this year, I've got to find a way to disassociate or at least start the process of disassociating from this person or from these people, because otherwise they're just going to be time vampires and they're going to suck the living life out of me. And it's going to make it really difficult to get to the end of the year and look back and having that exceptional year that I'm actually wanting to have. So in today's podcast, I wanted to throw out some ideas, just some things to think about to get the creative juices flowing so that you can uh, take, take these for what they are. Some of them may apply to you. Some of them may not be applying to you. But if I put a lot of these out in terms of the different things you could be thinking about around stop, start, maintain, then at least it gives you something to contemplate and that might trigger some thoughts for yourself based on your own circumstances to contemplate and therefore write down and and start putting in place because it's so important that we stack the odds in our favor so that we can make progress. And when we do that, guess what? Success becomes a lot more predictable because I've said many, many times success leaves clues as, by the way, does failure as well. So here's some things to think about, some ideas around doing this. We'll start with the stop. So if you're looking at some of the things you probably need to stop doing based on your reflection of last year, this is this could be for you as a leader, it could be you as an individual contributor, but also take these in the context of how can you actually pass these forward to your team and get them to start thinking about the same kind of things that they should be stopping to do this year so that they create the space to do things differently to get a different result, which will ultimately lead to a much better year and hopefully an exceptional year in 2022. So some things to think about, and these are in no particular order, so I'll just throw these out as ideas, and some of them I might go in a little bit more detail, others we just might mention them. So the first one, maybe you need to stop being perfect. This is one of the biggest challenges I see uh, in leaders, well, in particular in newer leaders, leaders who are trying to make an impression, they try to do things right and they've got this fixation on getting it right and getting it perfect every single time. Um, no such thing as perfect. And often I'll talk to teams about this and leaders in particular and say, well, if, you've, if you're if striving for perfection, in essence, what you're talking about is you don't have any standards in place because you can never, ever be satisfied. Even when you do things to an acceptable level or to an excellent level, you're still not satisfied because it's not perfect in your eyes. So maybe what you need to do is start giving yourself a little bit of credit and say, I'm doing a really good job. I'm making progress, but it doesn't have to be perfect. Now, if you can do that, you're well on your way to creating a different environment, which will ultimately lead to different results. So maybe stop being trying to be perfect. The other thing you can stop doing is trying to do everything. I see so many leaders, and these are also servant leaders who have a great heart. They want to help their team. They want to create space for their team to excel, but they still find themselves doing everything. And I've talked a lot on this podcast about the environments that often we create, and I've been guilty of this, where we create codependent relationships where the leaders essentially do everything for the team and the team expects the leader to do everything. So maybe you've got to stop trying to do everything. So maybe that's one of the things that you can you can think about. The other one, it could be you need to stop procrastinating. 
uh, I see a lot of this and a lot of it comes down to the person's personal style or personality type. Uh, there are some that are more susceptible to procrastinating. Uh, and if that's something that you find yourself doing, you're, you're kind of procrastinating over decisions or you're procrastinating over taking action, maybe you just got to stop doing that and look for strategies that can enable you to just take action irrespective of what the outcome is going to be because you know that if you make progress, you'll actually be learning something new. And guess what? You might just get it done in the right way anyway. So with procrastination also comes maybe we need to stop second guessing. So we need to be decisive. And if you think about what a leader is there to do, it's to create a, an environment, not only of inspiration, but an environment of certainty for their team. Because many people are driven, even though they may not know this, they're driven by a level of certainty. So if you as a leader can create that environment where people look at you and they know what they're going to get, and they see that you're very, very decisive and you're not second guessing yourself, therefore they'll have a high level of confidence which can then translate into high levels of discretionary effort and guess what, high levels of performance. So maybe you need to stop second guessing. Another big one you might have to think about and, and I've had to do this a lot over my career is stop sweating the small stuff. Now I talk a lot about the fact that if you, how you do small things is how you do everything, but in this context I'm thinking about, well you know what, Think about context of what you're in in terms of the situation. And this could come to problem solving, it could come to ideas creation, could come to negotiation, mediation, and a whole box of things. But developing a skill set around identifying what are things that need to be focused on that are urgent versus things that are important will often give us a bit of a, a context map, if you like, on being able to identify what are the small stuff that I just let go and don't get so hung up on that. Focus on the things that are going to be important that is going to move us forward and enable us to make progress. Maybe the other things you need to stop doing is being critical. Uh, maybe you've got to be stopping to be overcritical, or maybe you need to stop overanalyzing things. Maybe you also have to stop getting involved in politics. And a lot of the organizations that I work in and have worked in are highly political. And sometimes you can get sucked into the political vortex, which can have a direct impact not only on your thinking, it can have an impact on how you feel about things, but it can also have an impact on the actions you take and therefore the results that you get. So maybe you need to make a conscious choice to remove yourself from certain political situations so you don't get influenced by that. And maybe there's some things you need to stop worrying about because uh, focus on the things you've got control over uh, versus the things that maybe are concerning that you actually have no control over whatsoever. So there's some things to think about in terms of stopping. Now there's a whole host of other things you could probably think about. Hopefully that is a list that uh, at least starts to get the creative juices flowing so that you can uh, contemplate those for yourself and other ideas will hopefully come to your mind as well that for you, if you can identify the things you need to stop doing, that's actually going to create some space for you to now start doing things that perhaps you haven't done. So we talked yesterday about the definition of insanity being doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Well, it stands to reason that if we're going to get different results, we have to start doing things that are different, which means, stands to reason, we've got to stop doing certain things, which therefore creates that space to start doing things. So maybe some things to think about around starting. Maybe I need to start being more proactive. Maybe I found myself being too reactive to the environments, to people, to customers in the last 12 months. And maybe I need to start being more proactive. So start thinking about how you can do that. Maybe you need to start uh, serving more and taking on more of a servant's heart, servant attitude towards your team, towards your key stakeholders, and towards your customers. Maybe you need to start having a bit more fun because, yes, business is quite serious, but at the end of the day, we're people, and people crave human connection. And when you enjoy connecting with people and having fun with what you're doing, all of a sudden, it no longer becomes or feels like work. 
you can actually start getting much better results. And funnily enough, those results start to become more sustainable and more replicable because you're enjoying what you're doing. So maybe an idea is to start having a little bit more fun. Maybe also you need to start reflecting more. Now, it's interesting that even though I, I, I do challenge clients and challenge teams and leaders all the time to make reflection a key part of their weekly discipline and a key part of their leadership discipline, uh, it's amazing how many people don't do it. Or they'll do it in little fits and spurts. They'll do it once and then stop. They'll get caught up in the do-do-do of, of stuff. But uh, maybe you need to start reflecting, which means you've got to create space for yourself. And this is how easy it is. You just have to carve out half an hour per week to sit down without any distractions whatsoever and just think, reflecting on the week that's just been and give yourself some time and space to now think about what are the key areas to focus on in the next week, which will, by the way, improve your performance uh, incrementally because remember, it's all about progress, not perfection. Another big one that uh, a lot of my clients are now starting to really contemplate and take on board is to start removing themselves from the outcome. And I talk about this a lot. And more and more sales leaders, if you look at the elite performers and elite leaders in the world today, whether it be sport or business, many of them still have big aspirational goals and many of them still have targets which they're focused on, but they now remove themselves from the outcome and they now more focus their time and their effort on the progress they're making, the policies they're putting in place, the activities and the behaviors they're putting in place, because if they then focus on that, they know that through the progress, the numbers, the results, the outcome will take care of itself. So maybe you've got to start removing yourself from the outcome and, and remove a little bit of the pressure to have to achieve the big, hairy, audacious goal at the end of the year, but instead start placing your focus on the activities you need to do today, tomorrow, the next day that will give you every opportunity of moving towards that outcome and therefore, guess what, stack the odds in your favor. Another thing you might need to start doing more is to challenge more. You, may, you might need to challenge your team more. You might need to change, challenge your uh, external stakeholders, internal stakeholders, you might need to challenge your customers more. You might even need to challenge your boss or your senior leaders more. But do it in a graceful way. Do it in a servitude way. Do it with uh, a level of curiosity, not with a level of criticality. Another thing you might want to start doing more is coaching and mentoring. Uh, spending more time with your team, being more present with your team, giving feedback to your team, creating an environment where feedback is not just expected, it is demanded. And that comes from uh, being a coach, being a mentor and doing it consistently. Not every now and then, not once a month, once a quarter, once every six months. It's every single day. And as an extension of that, maybe you need to start thinking about getting yourself a mentor, getting yourself a coach so you can help accelerate your own development, which can then only accelerate the development of your team. Maybe you also need to uh, do something like start meditating or start having some sort of mindfulness practice. Maybe you need to get really, really rigorous and disciplined and committed to giving yourself more time for yourself, uh, creating a bit more balance in your life so it's not just work, 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 work. One of, the, one of the things I see far too often is too many leaders and particularly in big corporates where the expectations are so high, they feel as if they're, if they're not working, they're not producing. And we know that the rest and recovery, particularly from elite athletes, is the most important element that leads to high performance. So if you're a person who has finding themselves not necessarily exercising or eating healthily or giving yourself time for reflection, maybe you need to actually carve out some time to meditate, to be, to be more mindful, to give yourself some downtime so you can contemplate, so you can reflect, and so you can look after yourself because that 
is a key and a key catalyst towards driving exceptional performance that becomes sustainable over a long period of time. So there's some there's some things to think about starting to do. And as we wrap up, uh, just some ideas around continuing, some things you need to continue or maybe maintain. Because if you spent time over the Christmas period really looking at last year, there'd be some things that you want to continue to do because they're driving the results or at least moving you in the right direction to deliver the results that you want. So it's important to also create space to continue to do some of the things that you know you're going to continue to drive that level of consistency. And it might be things like maintaining a health and fitness regime. It might be making sure that you spend a certain amount of time with your kids, with your partner, with your loved ones. So carving out that time and being really, really rigorous in terms of maintaining that diary and making it non-negotiable. Maybe it's a case of continuing to be more present with, with everybody you come in contact with, whether it be your team, your peers, your boss, your managers, uh, your customers, right? Even even your family, be more present with your family. Maybe it's continue to coach and mentor your team. If you found that that's actually having an impact, then continue to do that because it'll continue having a long-lasting impact if you continue to focus on that. Continuing to learn and develop and making making your own professional and personal development a priority will not only play dividends for you in terms of your leadership, but it'll also play out in your team as well because remember your team is and always will be a reflection of you so if you're somebody who has continued to make learning and professional development a key priority for yourself then by all means continue to do that and if it means that there's more uh, courses you can do more seminars you can attend more books you can read more podcasts you can actually plug into vis-a-vis maybe this one then uh, continue to do that but if you continue to develop you'll continue to see that play out in your team and also in the results that you deliver as well. If you're a leader that is big on the open door policy, then continue to be approachable and make sure that it's a a key part of what makes you a leader in your particular organization. Be approachable. And don't just say that you're approachable. Make sure that you demonstrate constantly and without failure that you are approachable. Also, continue to, to create that inspirational environment. Now, there's a difference here between motivating your team and creating an environment where they become inspired. I'm all about creating inspirational environments, not motivating people because motivation from an external perspective or extrinsic motivation is short-lived. Intrinsic motivation or internal motivation is what delivers long-term results because people are not waiting for you to motivate them. They're already inspired to be motivated themselves. So maybe that's something you need to continue to do is creating that inspirational environment. And the last thing to think about before we wrap up is maybe you need to continue to, well, not maybe, you'll need to continue to have clear standards and clear values. Know what you stand for as a leader. Also know what those standards of behavior are that you expect of yourself, but also what you expect of every single person who comes into contact with you. So be very, very consistent on that. And again, be very, very non-negotiable on what those standards are because they are the standards of excellence that will ultimately deliver the level of success that you're looking for. So I trust that helps. And I hope that uh, by just having some of those ideas, they might be thought prompters for you in terms of your own situation, your own uh, your own career, your own leadership uh, positioning, but also for your team. What are some things that you can stop doing, start doing, and then continue to do so that you can stack the odds in your favor to get a really fast start, to get a lot closer to that big, hairy, audacious goal and give yourself every opportunity of, of creating 2022 as one of your most exceptional, if not the most exceptional year you've ever experienced. And remember, it's all about making progress. Remove yourself from the outcome and look at the things you can do on a daily basis that will ultimately lead to the outcome that you're looking for. So trust that makes sense. Once again, thanks for plugging in to the podcast. And as a clear reminder, no podcast would be complete without the final call to action. And that is, if you are committed 
to taking your leadership to that exceptional level and you'd like some help in doing that, hey, I'd love the opportunity to work with you one-on-one over the next 90 days and help you become that exceptional sales leader. Simply go to my calendar, leadwithdarren.com, pick a time that suits, we'll jump on the fabulous Zoom, have that conversation, put the plan together and then get to work and we can do that as early as next week. So very much look forward to that conversation and as always, look forward to the next episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.